The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. Marie. And you are going in SmackDown Live. Hey, this is Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke watching Going In The Raw. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you'll be listening to right here, youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson, and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the notify bell next to it to make sure you always get your new Going In Raw notifications. We're also on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We have a variety of reward tiers over there, man. We had some really killer uh, bonus content. We got an Ask Stephen Larson coming up tomorrow. Yeah, we're gonna shoot this, uh, shoot it uh, right after we're done with this. That's correct. Uh, yeah, maybe you guys got it tonight. I'll probably put it up first thing in the morning. A couple new patrons, Joe Thornton and Matthew Robertson. Thank you so much for your support. We do appreciate it. Uh, we're we're gonna make this uh, brief. This was not a great SmackDown. It was pretty lousy. I'll be they honest. They went with to. You. They flew all the way out to the United Kingdom. And look, I understand this is coming off a pretty heavy week in the first place. A week ago was, of course, the terrific SmackDown that featured the NXT invasion. Uh, and that was coming off of uh, all the travel issues with Crown Jewel. Of course, a bunch of those wrestlers didn't make it to that SmackDown, so they made do, and they had a really terrific show. Of course, with this one, they had a lot more planning time. They had all their wrestlers at their disposal, and uh, they kind of lay a giant turd on the good citizens of the United Kingdom. Yeah, of Manchester. It was not a good show, uh, and it kicked off. Uh, with probably the, one of the worst promos we've seen this year. Um, and it wasn't entirely Baron Corbett's fault. Material was awful. I don't know if anybody could elevate that material. They think that was decent. I can't think of anything that would make me want to watch Baron Corbin for 10 minutes in the first place. Yeah. Uh, on top of that, whoever thought it was a great idea to uh, whoever, whoever. So Vince. Well, yeah. I mean, if Bruce Pritchard thought it was a good idea to present this to Vince, then it's on Bruce. If uh, if it was Vince who concocted, uh, hey, here's a great idea. Uh, let's get a, a Roman's uh, dog from his Tron uh, up on the screen and have him uh, barking. But instead of a big dog, it's like a little tiny dog, like a little lap dog barking. That come man, that just and you could see the look. Here's the thing: this crowd is there for not just SmackDown, but three hours of Raw. And yeah. we're not going to talk about spoilers for Raw because that happened already. Um, but Raw, I mean, on paper, some of it seemed pretty solid. Yeah. Um, but uh, but you can see that you know, they're there. They packed this arena in Manchester. Yeah. And they're like, man, we're going to be enthusiastic. You know those European crowds are terrific, man. Yeah, they, they're lucky to get like two shows a right. year. Right, yeah, they yeah. don't get this whole lot. Yeah. They're ready to go. And then, you know, to come out and they're, oh, we get Baron Corbin for 12 minutes and you have a dog bit. It's, man, it's really bad. bad. It's not I feel so bad. bad for those people. I did. I did, too. Um, it's not just the, the, the animated dog doing little, like, uh, 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 Pomeranian barks. Yeah. It was uh, Baron going on and on about how, uh, well, let's just kick it off. So pretty much Baron comes out. Uh, starts the show with promo, and he blames Roman Reigns for NXT invasion because he's not the locker room leader he used to be. Yeah, if Roman was the locker room leader of of Roman circa two three years ago. Never would have happened. He calls Roman out for not being around. Says Roman is a B champion because he doesn't want it with the responsibilities being champ but then he also mentions that like roman puts on you know, suit and tie to go do media appearances which of course is like a hallmark of somebody who is a leader the in the company. wwe I know. I know uh but he calls him out for spending time with his family uh all that kind of stuff and then says he has little marbles 
uh, in his in his undies. He has small. He has little balls. He says that his testicles are small, like are marbles. Shriveled. shriveled. A little tiny. Shriveled. Little yes. tiny. And then, marbles, I just I don't really consider. Maybe he's. I mean, he's just referring to the size. Yeah. But marbles aren't really shaped. He should have said like raisins. Yeah. Because those are shriveled. They look shriveled. Exactly. Anyways. Yes. Yes. Um, and then uh, that's when he throws to the uh, the Roman dog logo, mm-hmm. barking. But it's like yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Yep. No. Yeah. Um, it's just a little dog bark. And then to cap it off, they actually had him produce some some dog crap bags. Some of those little tiny bags specifically for when you're walking around, you're walking your dog, they drop a deuce in somebody's lawn. Well, then I'll pick it up sometimes. Do you, do you not pick up a gypsy's poop anymore? If it's on somebody's lawn, absolutely. Oh, you've changed that stance then. I've never veered from if it's on somebody's lawn. Oh, okay. I was under the impression that your 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 default stance on that was when I take her to the to like the school because nine to, like I I will take her out at night yeah. and I take her out to the because the school has like a huge like lawn like yeah, a yeah, big yeah. soccer field and stuff. The kids probably run through, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. No, don't get me wrong. She craps where people play and walk and run, <clears throat> and I don't care. She does that all over the place. People's lawn is a bit different. That's just straight up disrespectful. I would not do that. Well, still kind of disrespectful. We got their lawn. Some kids out there for PE. Some little crap kids running, in running shit. around trying to get warmed up. Oh man, you know how how humiliating it is to be the kid that stepped in dog poop when you're in middle school. Do you know how bad that is? It builds character. Look at you. You were talking just the other day about how you were you're a little nerd kid. You got bullied. Uh-huh. And look at the fine, upstanding character you have these days. You I mean, you're what? kind of a snake, but you know all the times I've been bullied, I don't harbor any ill will towards the bullier. Yeah, man. The one day I was running and stepped in dog shit. Yeah. Um. So so to and further the static that I got from everybody else, I was like, why am I getting crap? Because. Some jerk yeah. let their dog out here. Crap will rerun. Why is that my fault? So if we ever were to find out through some sort of magical machine who did that and I went and murdered them, would you then turn me in or no? That's, uh, that's, that's, uh, the, the punishment doesn't exactly fit the crime. <laughs> still. Okay. Fair. So for that sense, yes, I would still turn you in okay. because that's a terrible thing to do. All right. That being said, I mean, you just, anyways, let's move on. This was a terrible bit. If and I also have like a ready statement. If anybody is at the school and catches that and says, "Hey, you know, why are you? Uh, oh, left my bag at home. I'm gonna go back and get it now." And then you just don't come back. Of course not. Gosh, what am I? You're the mark. Get out of here. You don't pick that. up after your dog in public places. You don't recycle. My goodness. And I might murder people, but I can't tell you about that because. Because I'm a, I'm, I'm a good person. That's Cause why. Because you're a Because I pick up after my dog, I recycle, and I don't turn a blind eye to murder. Yeah, you're kind of a crap human being, to be honest it's with you. It's kind of like I'm a pretty decent human being. Anyways, Baron Corbin produces these poop bags and says, like, Roman's going to crap himself after he, after Baron beats him up, so there's going to be poop bags to clean up the poop. We're going to have a CM Punk situation in the ring. Know, where right? Roman soils himself yeah. due to the beat down the hands of hands. Wait, what situation? <laughs> A CM Punk situation. He pooped <laughs> okay, himself okay. In the I, ring. Didn't, I didn't hear a CM Punk. I'm sorry. Did you ever see that, that poor girl who crapped herself in a UFC ring or an octagon or some? No, I've seen that, sport. but I've seen. I've seen. Oh, it was ugly. It I've was seen someone dead. poop themselves, like have like explosive poop oh, when they were running. Lord. Oh man, that's bad. They did that on one of those uh, old Bam Margera videos, mm-hmm. where I forget who it was, the, the, the little guy. They gave him a bunch. Maybe it was on Jackass. I forget. They gave him like a bunch of laxatives, oh, like yeah. a ton of it. Was it Wee Man? No, it wasn't literally a little person. No. Oh. Uh, I forget his name. He was a real skinny guy. And uh, they had they were filming him as he was trying to sprint. Oh, I remember that, yeah. And it was just everywhere. Yeah. Was it uh, the dude they, they glued the pubes to his face? No. It, no. I, don't th- I think there was like a small guy, like a little skinny guy. See if anybody in chat knows what I'm talking about. I don't know. Anyways, continue on. Anyways, uh, uh, next we had a. This was actually really good. Uh, New Day had was it Rab? Yes, I think it was Rab himself. Oh, okay. That's who it was. All right. Yeah. Uh, a New Day interview. Um, and Kayla asked him, "Do you want to send a message to?" Uh, oh, they said they want to send a message to Xavier Woods. Of course, he's at home recuperating from yeah. uh, torn Achilles tendon. Off season. Yes. Uh, Big E says. Uh, Woods, don't drop the soap. 
Kofi says, you know, he's not in jail. Yeah. And they said some genuine words of encouragement to Xavier Woods. And then they're talking about going out there and winning the tag titles for the seventh time. And Big E says, how are we ever going to catch up to Charlotte yeah. if we don't win tonight? That was funny. That was good. Big E can do no wrong. Oh, he's, he's the best. Great. He's the absolute best. After that, we had that match, New Day versus The Revival. And sure enough, they were able to pick up that seventh tag team championship. Uh, it was a pretty fun match. Um, uh, and Kofi hit that trouble in paradise uh, to get the win. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was fun. They evaded Shatter Machine. I just don't. There's there hasn't been like a build for like they even they even like advertised for Survivor Series the revival as being part of that triple threat tag team champions match. And uh, now obviously they're going to swap out unless they do like another title change between now and Survivor match was Series. Was supposed to happen last week before all the travel. Yeah. stuff. So. Yeah, and we had seen in the last couple of weeks uh, uh, Kofi showing some amount of frustration. Uh, in his matches, you would speculate, and you're probably right, that maybe that's just him generating a story for himself because he even he probably thinks it's weird that he lost that fluke victory to Brock Lesnar, and they've just moved on from he that. He did an interview with Alex McCarthy oh, okay. where he talked about that match and how disappointed he was and how that went down. I mean, you got to see that. We got to see that on TV. Disheartening, I think, was the word. We got to see that on TV. Mm-hmm. You know, they got to show that stuff. It's There's some, you know. know. It'd be good human interest there. Well, yeah. I mean, this is like legitimate. He was like legitimately disheartened because he had that Ray and he's like, I want a real match with Brock. Mm-hmm. And, and you'd think, I, and you'd think they put that on TV, you know? I know. Something there People would be with. interested in that. I know. People love Kofi. I know. He's amazing. Yeah. He had a really, he had a pretty, he had, no, he had a really good title reign. He had a decent title reign. He had a good title reign. Yeah. And although here's the thing about the problem with the title reign is that you always just in the back of your head are always thinking they're going to take it off him. Yeah, no. You know, that's yeah. that's what to me that's what separates like a good title. Like you can have a good title reign, you have a bunch of good matches. That's what he had. Mm-hmm. But like a terrific title reign is one where it's like, man, they're really trusting this guy to to carry the ball here. And you always knew in the back of your head, well, either Brock is going to take it off or Rome's. That's why I always thought that a defining moment for him could have been a win, a clean win against Roman. Mm-hmm. Then you're building up another big star. That's yeah. like, oh wow, they have yeah, faith in him. Enough. WWE doesn't care about building up huge stars anymore, really. No. Uh, that being said, by Kevin Owens has been, hasn't been on TV in like three weeks. Yeah. Kofi, uh, picked up the win with trouble in paradise champion again, tag team champion this time. Seventh time. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. New day. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, next Roman arrives at the arena in street clothes. He's approached by Chad Gable and commentary is the one to tell us that Gable is telling him what Baron said earlier. We don't actually hear what Gable is telling Roman. See, this is one of those moments and I'm kind of on the fence about this. Uh, in terms of would it make a product that I'd appreciate more or is the WWE audience, would they start tuning out if they started making changes like this? But you know that terrific moment on NWA Power this past week where uh, Aldis takes Tim Storm. Amazing. Wouldn't it be great if the mics caught like on the camera, it's like a long shot, mm-hmm. but the mics picked up Gable and Roman Reigns and Gable's telling him that Baron said all this stuff about him. That to me would be a bit more interesting than them doing the not talking thing. And then having commentary. And then having commentary. While we're supposed us. to believe this is happening live. What is com- how does commentary know what Gable's saying if we can't hear it? <laughs> yeah. It and there is the, yeah, there is the illogical nature of that as well. It doesn't make any sense. But like, let's get some candid moments. Even the Sami Zayn, Daniel Bryan stuff. If you're looking at them down a hallway, wondering what are they talking about, but the mics are catching it. Mm-hmm. It's it, that should be a private moment. Yeah. Not hey, there's a camera guy I there. Know. I know. It's ridiculous, man. But then the, you know, then the other part of that, the, you know, I think to myself, is the WWE audience would they want that? Or would they like be like, well, this is weird. I don't like this thing. You know, anymore. I think it'd be a situation because the, the the Batista thing, where he, he pulled Ric Flair out of the dressing room. It was terrific. Yeah, yeah. you're right. It was, was different. Kind of like that, and yeah. everybody was talking about. It. Yeah, sure. And I think it, whatever would you know, like if they tear the bandaid off their traditional presentation, did something mm-hmm. different and interesting. People will be like, "Well, what the hell is this?" Maybe for like two weeks, they get used to it and they move on. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and they realize, oh, this is actually a much better way of presenting a wrestling program than the same thing they've been doing for the last forty years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, next we had uh, Daniel Bryan. He's walking around backstage. <clears throat> uh, Sami Zayn approaches him, and he goes, you know, Daniel Bryan, I'm really, you know, if, if you had joined forces with Nakamura and I, you know, you kind of blew us off last time. 
if you joined forces with us, I wouldn't be standing here just talking to you, Daniel Bryan. I'd be talking to Daniel Bryan, NXT champion. This is a bit more of a, a hard sell. The, hard, the real hard yeah. sell came later because he did make another pitch to him. And then he told Daniel Bryan, <clears throat> come to ringside. Uh, look what I've done for Nakamura. Look what I've done for, for uh, Cesaro got a main event match a couple weeks back. Uh, think about what I can do for you. Oh, that's right, yeah. Come sit ringside. Yeah. Come check out Nakamura and Cesaro's tag match against Mustafa Ali and Chad Gable. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, Heavy Machinery comes down the ring. Maybe they're supposed to have a match against somebody. We'll never know because Imperium comes out, lays them out. That was pretty cool. Like, just on paper, that's neat. Imperium came out. NXT UK. You had mentioned as something that this was. I actually did not think this was going to happen. But they're in the UK. You have NXT UK there. Why not have them show up? Yeah, makes and all they the sense. did. It yeah. was cool. Uh, SmackDown uh, locker room uh, comes out and they clear out. Imperium. We didn't get to see any chops. No. Um, bogus, man. Maybe we'll get to see it on Raw. Let's imagine a Walter chop to, 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 to Otis' thick chest. Mm. Man, it's thunderous. His belly. That'd be great. <laughs> that was great when Otis came out for his entrance. Because he had his shirt on, yeah. you know, and the vest on. And he walks out a little bit and then pulls the bottom half yeah. of his shirt up so his tummy's sticking out. That was funny. It was pretty, it was pretty yeah. funny. He uses his belly for comedic effect. He does. He does. Uh, after that, we had a Bailey and Sasha interview. The whole point of this basically is like, Shayna, whatever. Women's Division NXT was better when we were there. Yeah, we built that city. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app. Or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. (laughs) Built that city on main events. After that, Nakamura and Cesaro uh, had a match against uh, Ali and Shorty G. Say this about Cesaro, though. I hope that he's like an actual member of whatever this Sami Zayn faction is. Yeah. Um, give him more some screen. Give him some more screen time. Mm-hmm. Maybe give them a name and a logo and a T-shirt that people could then sport. Better Maybe, yet, dude, you know Cesaro can put a patch of it on that cool jacket he wears for the ring. So yeah, I agree. Later on, later on, uh, we'll just forward to this real quick. So, uh, of course, Nakamura and Cesaro, they win that match, right? So later on, you have Sammy making the hard sell to Dan Bryan. Yeah, yeah. Saying, hey, you don't need more time to think about this. You've seen it all. The guys are not happy that you were not celebrating with them. You need to join up with us. And then the fiend attacks, right? And he puts his dirty hand on the mandibular there in uh, Daniel Bryan's mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why didn't Sammy Zayn then... Attack the fiend. No, he hightailed it out of there. Man. He got out of there. Yeah. It would be nice if there was any indication that Daniel Bryan might actually join them. But they, the way they write this and the way they execute it, we know for a fact he's not going to do this. Like, give me some. This is a terrific group. Sami Zayn, Nakamura, and Cesaro. Add Daniel Bryan that mix, potentially. Why not have them act a bit on the face side and align values-wise with Daniel Bryan? And then we're thinking this faction might actually happen before something doesn't happen. 
you know? Yeah, I mean, then when Dana Bryan eventually says, nah, I'm going to more in, yeah. this, in this situation and say no, that's when, you know, like the real anger comes out. And hey, maybe, maybe uh, if, if Dan Bryan has this match against The Fiend coming up at Survivor Series, which mm-hmm. obviously seems to be the, the setup here, maybe Sami Zayn, Cesaro, and Nakamura will make their case. Maybe we'll get this as a as a, as a faction yeah, yeah. until it falls apart. Yeah, I'd love that. Yeah, like the 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 logical side of me says it's probably not going to happen. No, they're just going to drop this. Yeah, like next week they're going to forget <laughs> about it entirely. <laughs> or Daniel Bryan go to Sami Zayn is like, why didn't you help me? <laughs> yeah, they just gonna like lean out of the shot. You'll never see them in the same shot together ever again. Yeah. He does that gift of that kid doing this, and then he just disappears. Yeah, exactly. Or it's Homer walking backwards into the bush. <laughs> the bush. Exactly. Pick your meme. That's what it's going to yeah. be. But I think that that's a faction I would I would love to see. Mm-hmm. Who wouldn't want to see those guys on a ride along, a table for three? Um, I think that'd be terrific. And then you can start to break them up. Uh, but I think <clears> they'd be wildly over. I think it'd be great. No, I think bring it'd be back great. for God's sakes. Bring back factions, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, so man. many of these guys have history. Well, I know. In various ways. But they don't ever want to address that in the main roster. <laughs> they want to create their own, like, I know. fan fiction that doesn't include anything that involving <laughs> they had before. Or of NXT, as we saw this past week, they were, like, totally cool embracing that. I know. I know. It's great. You have, like, three prominent Bullet Club members all mixing it up. It's great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Anyway, this match was fun. Uh, Daniel Bryan does come out to the stage to, to watch the match. Uh, as soon as the bell rings, Zara's laying out Chad Gable with the European uppercut. Heels zap the up hand for a while. Gable eventually, though, puts uh, Nakamura in a triangle on the ropes. Uh, at one point later on, Gable hits this nice belly-to-belly on Nakamura and t- sends him out of the ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a rough landing for uh, Nakamura, though. Uh, <clears throat> Gable goes for a suicide dive. Uh, Cesaro nails him with an uppercut. Uh, Mustafa Ali, instead, he is the one who hits suicide dive on Nakamura. Uh, back in the ring, Ali goes off the top towards Cesaro. Cesaro catches him, dropping the backbreaker. And then Nakamura is getting ready for a Kinshasa on Ali. He responds with a super kick. He goes up top. Cesaro pulls him off. And then Nakamura hits a Kinshasa on him for the win. And afterwards, Brian's kind of lingering on the stage a little bit. Sami Zayn's pulling the rope down and saying, come, enter, mm-hmm. join us. And Dana Bryan turns and walks backstage. Yeah. I mean, man, you want you want acts that people are into regardless of what they're – that's what Cody seems to get over there in AEW. And I don't want to turn this into you know them versus them or whatever. <clears throat> but it's like when you have Cody in there, uh, let's take uh, his feud with uh, Sean Spears. And it's like, is Cody a healer face? It doesn't matter. Is Sean Spears a healer face? It doesn't matter. You know? It's like you, it's you, just two people that are you got, beef. you got some cool stuff going on. Yeah. People are going to let them decide. Yeah. It's like if you have Daniel Bryan – uh, if he had remained uh, a heel, uh, if he'd remained sort of aligned, the sort of thing that Sami Zayn is doing right mm-hmm, now, mm-hmm. you put them in a group together, they're having all sorts of fun. People are going to love that. Yes. Then you got the fiend over here. He attacks Daniel Bryan. And it's like, man, I don't care who I'm rooting for. You got two acts that I'm really into. Yeah. I'm going to love it. You got all sorts of fun stuff going down. That's really the most important thing. Exactly. And yeah. WWE, this WWE wants... No, we don't want them to cheer for this guy. We want them to cheer for this guy. So we're going to make these people boring. We're going to make this person cool or vice versa or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, it's an antiquated way of booking. You see this stuff. It's just so, it's so like, it just, it, it's seemingly just right itself. I know. And they just don't want to go that Instead, way. it takes like 30 people to write it. <laughs> it all goes up to Bruce Pritchard, who's I know. like, what, in his 60s at this I point. I know. Uh, get a quick shot of Nikki Cross backstage. She has a match against Sasha Banks, and that's next. Uh, Sasha makes her entrance. She's got new music. Starts yeah. off like old music. Yeah. And then she's Gin got and some, juice. She's got, well, unfortunately. <laughs> it's she not does, it does feature Snoop Dogg, yeah. which is cool. Not gin and juice, though. With so much drama in the LBC. It's kind of hard being the boss, yes. Sasha Banks. <laughs> doesn't quite roll off the tongue. <laughs> not as well really, as. no. It doesn't rhyme at all. No. Yeah. Anyways, uh, fun enough match. Uh, Sasha's a control to start. Hits Meteor, gets two. Eventually, though, Nikki does turn the tables. Nikki is all about the fun splash in this match. There was like four fun four splashes. Four fun splashes. First Why don't one. you just call it a crossbody? Thanks, JR. <laughs> First time Sasha like is just getting up, so she's sitting on the mat. This one, bang, fun splash from Nikki gets her two. Then she tosses Sasha out of the ring. Follows with a fun splash off the apron. And as soon as she gets up, she just turns around, makes a beeline for Bailey, and lays her out. Mm-hmm. Uh, grabs her head, her headset that has flown off her during the beatdown, 
put them on and just start screaming into the mic. Mm-hmm, it yeah. was great. Manchester. And later on, uh, Bailey, when she comes to, she takes the headset and like wipes the the ear parts off with her shirt. Mm-hmm. It's just a, it was a, a nice touch. Um, so, uh, anyways, though, uh, Nikki gets on the apron. Bailey has come to enough that she goes over, grabs her ankle, and that allows Sasha to kick her in the face. Sasha tosses Nikki back in the ring, but Nikki rolls her up. That gets her a two count. And then Nikki hits another fun splash. That gets her a two. Uh, Sasha rolls out of the ring. She uh, confides, seeks some advice from Bailey. We go to commercial. We come back. Sasha drops some double knees off the second rope on Nikki. Uh, that earns her a two count. And then Nikki hits her final fun splash, this time off the top rope. But Sasha rolls through for a bank statement. But then Nikki reverses that into a roll. But Sasha counters the rope of her own. Everything's kicked out of. Uh, eventually, though, Sasha hits a backstabber, followed by a bank statement for the win. Uh, Bailey comes into the ring. They're attacking Nikki. Uh, Shayna Baszler runs in. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, absolutely destroys Bailey. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Sasha was doing, but she was way late in making any sort of safe. Oh yeah, she was milling about. Yeah, I don't know what she was doing. I don't know what she, she was she doing. Was, checking her text messages. I don't know, taking the boots to Nikki. Checking the text. Notifications on Twitter, perhaps. Yeah. And then she's like, "Oh God, look at this." She's like, <laughs> "She's on her phone." Oh, according to Twitter, here Shayna showed up. Oh, oh crap! Oh gosh, this is. Oh, oh wow. that's now. That's happening right now. I clicked on latest. Uh, after that, you mentioned this. Uh, Sammy and Daniel Bryan backstage. Sammy's making the hearts fail, saying uh, you weren't back here celebrating with, with the crew. I mean, maybe, look, look, maybe, maybe they're setting this up because Daniel Bryan loses to the Fiend at Survivor Series because I've talked about this. Fiend attacks Daniel Bryan. That's probably yeah, yeah. Survivor Series. He attacks Daniel Bryan. Maybe next week, Sammy will be like, hey, listen. This is why you need us. Yeah. And Daniel Bryan's like, no. And then uh, The Fiend uh, beats Daniel Bryan. After that, Sammy comes back. This is why you need us. Told you so. And then maybe he dips his feet in the water. Maybe I can be optimistic no, and I say this is going to happen. probably what's going to happen. He's say, this is why you needed us. And then Nakamura is going to Kinshasa him. That's what's going to happen. And we still get a Daniel Bryan. No, I mean, that's, that's something they both want. It'll be great. Still Anyways, yeah. So, guys together first. so they're arguing a little bit. Lights go flicker for a little bit. They look up. Lights go down. Fiend's in there. Mandible claw to Daniel Bryan. So it mm-hmm. looks like they're gonna they're hot shot this for Survivor Series. It'd be great if they had uh, the <laughs> they just do the Britt Baker promo, but on Firefly Funhouse, where he has like a little diagram of what doing the yeah, mandible yeah, claw yeah. actually does. Yeah, he has uh, an Isaac Yankum puppet. <laughs> That'd be good. It would be good. That'd be really good. Uh, next, Tyson Fury comes down the ring. He drops a promo. Or what if they just have Kane be Isaac Yankum for that, funny. like a Firefly Funhouse? That'd be pretty funny. That'd be awesome. That'd be pretty cool. I'm not going to do it. Um, Tyson Fury comes down. I guess he's from uh, Manchester. That's where he lives. Mm-hmm. He's talking about all the fights, all the places he's been of late. He said, it feels great to be home. Uh, I still have some unfinished business with Braun. Braun comes down, and Tyson says, like, I just want to thank you for... Man, such a fun match at Crown Jewel. Extends his hands. They shake. And then it, it was put out there that they should be partners next time. No, nah, I like that. This is fine, man. This is fine. No, well, man. Yeah, you're you just completely wrapped up into it. They're completely making Braun Strowman not cool. They they neutered him a year ago. Well, this is like just completely taken. When he had Nicholas as a tag taken, team partner. Taking his, his, his marbles, yeah, to use Baron Corbin's term, and just completely like hermetically sealing yeah, them in a jar I, and man, daring, all right burying them deep in the earth. I've always, I look, I've been Lame. a fan. I've been a fan. Lame. Of, oh, well, can you let me talk, please? Instead of just shouting that out. Lame. I have, I have always been okay with we went through a battle together. I respect you. Uh, shake my hand. I'm fine with that. Nah, man. He should have dropped him with a couple, like five power slams. This Braun Strowman of two years ago. He hasn't been that guy for ages, man. Yeah, and look what's happened to him. Yeah, I know. It sucks. What do you want? But, you know, at least it's in character. <laughs> at least it's not betraying who he is. Braun Strowman pushover. <laughs> exactly. That's who he is now, man. Well, anyway, so Braun. Tyson Fury, he's got a kind face. I know a lot of people say, oh, he said a lot of controversial stuff. I read that. I didn't listen to any of it, but I read that he seems to have walked a lot of that back and said that he, and he apologized. He seemed like a guy who genuinely has a good time in the WWE. Yeah, that that's, seems to be true. Yeah. You know, that last point does seem to be true. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so Braun's like, all right, well, no one would be stupid enough to fight them. Enter the B team. <laughs> Alex yeah. says, you morons, we're stupid enough to fight you. That was pretty funny. Kind of line, it was a pretty good line. And Bo's like, no. 
He says, didn't mean that. It came out the wrong way. says, you do know that the B and the B team stand fearless. So they get up on the apron. Braun knocks him off, does a lap, shoulder tackles. Uh, Bo gets in the ring. He eats a punch from uh, Tyson. And then uh, Braun power slams Curtis Axel. And he should turn around power slam Tyson Fury right then and there too. Yeah. Should have. Yeah. They probably just didn't do that because it was Manchester and that's Tyson Fury's hometown. Mm-hmm. They're probably worried, oh, Braun's going to get heel heat. God forbid he do something cool again. Yeah, yeah. Well, Braun is a celebrity guy now, man. That's what he is. It's a sad state of affairs for old Braun there. He gets paid pretty decent. I'm sure, I'm those, sure, I'm sure those checks clear. I'm sure he does, and I'm sure they, but, they dude, look nice. But WWE, WWE's history is that of nothing but it's, – it's literally the one line – from the pipe bomb, this company this company succeeds despite itself, and that's WWE in a nutshell is missed opportunity after missed opportunity ad nauseum. Uh, you just have to try to find uh, the good in it. <laughs> tonight was a, last week was amazing, and we found nothing show. but good. But tonight they Heard. gave they they dropped a house show on us, and not even one of them house shows where they like lighten up a lot. Yeah, no. I know. Next, Fire and Desire versus Carmella and Dana Brooke. The winning team would join Team SmackDown for Survivor Series along with Sasha Banks. So Sasha's on Team SmackDown. And now Carmella and Dana Brooke are because they won this match. Wait, I did not even know that was a stipulation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, they mentioned the commentary. Wow, that's cool. There was no graphic for it though, right? So yeah, like, I think when they entered into the match, there was yeah. a Team Smack. There's a Team SmackDown versus Team what? What? Raw, I guess. What team is this? They just said there's a Team SmackDown. They didn't mention anything about Team Raw or Team NXT, man. So there's a match. Who the hell do you think I am, Nostradamus? I can't see the future. With the team. Well, no, I just thought maybe. I think. uh, Did I? uh, Yeah, no. Well, I went. No, I saw this, though. That was weird. So commentary said that there's a Team SmackDown. Correct. But they did not say who they'd be facing. No. I mean, we can kind of surmise that there's going to be a Team Raw of some sort. You would think so. And probably a Team NXT. We don't know. Don't know these we things. We don't know. Don't know these things. <sighs> anyway, this is a fun enough match. Uh, Dana Brooke got the win for her team, and that's awesome. Oh, that's terrific. Yeah, Senton. That was great. Yeah, her Swanton. Swanton, Off yeah. the top. Before that, she did that cool kind of flip kick thing off the apron and drop kick Sony into the ring steps. She's, that was cool. Yeah, man. She's great. Go back and watch her in Breaking Ground. Yeah, man. She could have been a star. Hopefully, she still will be. Word is, man, that she works hard just about anybody in that company. Yeah, man. And it's showing, and I'm happy to see that she's getting rewarded for it. I like her promos, too. <laughs> I just like opportunities. It's what I look forward to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Dead Viney says Steve can miss some things sometimes, so him asking if he missed the match of the raw team is completely valid. I fully own that. Yeah. Completely and totally. I that's if there's any downside to us watching these shows and doing it in and it's a small thing. Uh Streaming it is that we're it's so involved in in trying to be uh, reasonably entertaining and and you know like uh, communicating engaging with, yeah engaging with the friendos. Sometimes I understand details can be missed. Oh, there no, I felt I felt mildly bad because you were trying to take notes during some extended pr- one of these freaking yeah. boring ass promos, and I just started talking about something completely unrelated because I get bored and I want to talk about stuff unrelated to wrestling and that's just look it's a watch party you go to a wrestling watch party if they exist uh people are gonna be talking about stuff that maybe isn't really related to wrestling yeah that's what we do yeah so yeah anyways uh handsome be wonderful taz just put the video of him in orange cassidy at starcast that's cool that's cool remember that time didn't he yell at brian zane yeah (laughs) yeah Brian Zane keeping it real and Taz calling him out for keeping it real. Sorry, Taz. I'm with Brian Zane the whole way, buddy boy. Yep. <laughs> it's not our fault you're short. Handsome Be Wonderful said, Braun got neutered when WWE Brass realized he was friends with EC3. That happened well before then. Uh, main event time, Roman Reigns versus King Corbin. I mean, like, as soon as the match starts, Reigns close lines Corbin out of the ring at the belt. We honestly spent most of the smash just talking about food. Oh, Daniel says says they said Team SmackDown versus Team Raw versus Team NXT. Oh, okay, there we go. See? Cool. Yeah. Well, that's neat. So we remember more about this match, us talking about food or anything people. about this match. 
15th. This is the most, this was the most freaking by the numbers bullshit. And then at the end, Rude and uh, Dolph. Come Why out. the hell were Rude and Dolph even involved? Like, I know Corey, it's funny. Corey Gray's like, oh, uh, Rude and Dolph, they don't respect Roman as a leader anymore. So they're here to help Corbin. That's funny. But I mean, like beyond, like, what's the real justification for it? Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. None. Anyway, well, bad guys. Put them with him. I know. Anyways, in the end, though, uh, Corbin won because of them. Like, I want to spew what's, what's in my brain right now, but I'm not going to. Why not? Because it's another illustration of I'm not going to do it. What? I was going to bring up, like, okay, guy like MJF, right? Uh-huh. He's, like, a bad guy. Oh, you know, right? comparing WWE to a company that actually functions do that. well? I don't want to do that. Why not? I do that. Because it just, I just, it, because it, you know, I joke over there on our other set, uh, the Who Won Wednesday thing about yeah. us. Uh, 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 trying to uh, antagonize, yes, antagonize, yes, I understand and that. Generate this toxicity. Is, but if, there, if this is a this is a long-standing issue, that would be that the creative is, is is at best inconsistent and at worst awful. Yeah. And at AEW, not to say they're perfect because they're not. Dark Order has been a huge fart. Yeah. Um, they've had some other missteps, but by and large, their their creative has made sense. It's logical. It's focused on people, not ridiculous motivations. Like MJF, like bad guy, yeah. right? Yeah. But. He hangs out with Cody, who's like the supreme good guy. Yeah. Right. But it makes sense. It makes all the sense in the world because you get to see them interact. And it's like, okay, MJF relates to Cody on a couple different levels that matter more than him just being bad guy. Yeah. MJF is really guy who's he's not a he's not a bad guy. He's just kind of a dick. Yeah. Right. And yeah, eventually he's probably going to turn on Cody and it might be tomorrow, you know, um, to get their thing going. We're all kind of waiting for that. But, like, you see them together, and it's like, man, it kind of makes sense. You see pictures of him hanging out with Brandy at their house, and it's like, okay, so MJF, you know, it makes sense. It shouldn't make it in the WWE, it wouldn't make sense at all. They wouldn't do that. No, no. Because in WWE, if it's like, oh, you're a bad guy, so therefore you should want to hang out with other bad guys. I know. Which in real life doesn't fucking happen. No. It doesn't happen that way in real life. No. Like, bad guys don't like other bad guys because they're bad guys. They don't work that way. I don't know. It's asinine. Like, come up with a reason why they're hanging out with Corbin. I know. I know. Were they even, they weren't even on, like, Team Flair or whatever. No. 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 I don't know. Doesn't make any sense. I don't know. Doesn't make any sense. Anyways, they end up costing Roman Reigns the match. Uh, Reigns uh, distracts uh, Dolph. What did I say? Distracts Dolph. Spears him. Yeah. Um, and then that allows Baron an opportunity to hit an end of days on Roman. He gets the win. That end of days is flipping books oh, so strong. Show. It's great. It's a great show. It's a great show. It's, great show. it's not a great show. Great move. Um, so I don't know, man. Yeah, this was a turd of a show. It was not good. And it kind of, you could kind of tell it was going to be a turd of the show based on how it opened with that extended and really bad Baron yeah, promo. That set the stage. It just set a horrible, horrible, horrible. That set the stage right uh, there. For, uh, first foot forward. Yeah. It was bad, bad, bad. Yeah. 
So it is. Anyways, it is. you want to answer some questions? Yeah, let's see what the people have to say. Uh, that's I do kind of I, I have been milling that about in my in my in my little noggin a little bit is the idea of you know because our 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 thing here is we try to be positive, but there are times when I just want to freaking let it out. And one thing that I really enjoyed about um, our friend uh, friend uh, Craig over at Game Attack mm-hmm. when he did the evil Craig stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it'd be kind of fun to do like a weekly show where one of us just gets in front of a camera and just starts spewing shit about a subject. And it's just, you know. Venom. Yeah, you know. And it's not necessarily to to generate toxicity or to to indulge you know, there's a whiny fanboy nature. There's a catharsis to it. But come on, man! Like some of this shit is just unbelievable that the, the, the WWE does, and it's not just it's not just WWE. But uh, man, there, there are a lot of it because there's so much of it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, <clears throat> uh, Ryan Armstrong's asking if Sammy is having a seizure tonight. He was he was dancing pretty hard to Nakamura's theme when Nakamura came out. He was just really into it. I appreciate that. He was feeling the music. No, I like that. Yeah, well, that I think great. Sami Zayn's doing pretty good work right now. He's selling to a good spot where he's he's effective. He's he's he knows his character and he's not annoying. Right, exactly. Yeah, because at first when they paired him with Nakamura, he was annoying. Uh, the diddly doodler should. This is the tangential question, but should Isaiah Scott be billed from the city of destiny as opposed to from Tacoma, Washington? Is Tacoma known as the city of destiny. Is that one of its nicknames? If that is the nickname, that's then cool, I think that'd be cool. That's cool. Yeah, that's that'd really be cool. Ne- that'd be neat. Yeah. Uh, Gion, money so you'll say my name in the podcast version. Gion Halili. Uh, fuel bread. Hey guys, my missus was curious as to how much awareness your significant others have about wrestling. Well, they know it exists. My wife watches Total Divas. Still? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. So mm-hmm. she's up on the Carmella Corey Graves. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's neat. Um, so Lacey is like, uh, kind of just whatever about it. Like she knows it exists. That's pretty much it. I've been thinking about doing something for Friendoville where we like watch, let's like a tape trade with me and Lacey instead. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I don't know. Maybe it'll happen. I got no time for anything today, man. Yeah, no. <clears throat> like I'm literally looking at my schedule this past week and I'm like, this week was sort of an ideal schedule. And I'm like, that leaves me no time to do anything. I mean, I was able to stream like some NBA stuff at, on Tuesday. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Tuesday night's kind of like the, the wild card night. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Like pretty much I get three hour, three hours a week to go to the gym, and that's kind of my free time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. I don't really have much. Yeah. But that's fine. I love doing this. I think it's a lot of fun. But I think I think it would be fun to like do like a stark black and white, just spinning venom, like a close up on you know you one oh, week, me the next it's week. Not, it's a close up, but it, it slowly zooms in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uninterrupted. That could be fun. That like could be spit on the lens and everything. Yeah. Be like one of those old Dennis Leary MTV commercials. <laughs> Just fight. Yeah, get another brick wall. If I get a brick wall uh, set here. Well, I got the the white. Oh yeah, you the got the, one uh, in the garage. I think. Yeah, the sneaker kicks one or the super kicks one. Super kicks one. Uh, that I that was the only mm. question from Discord. Let me go over to I have really one in Patreon. My goodness. I know they complain. I'm there all the time. And they complain about it. What do we got here? Uh, just a couple of questions here on the Discord. Uh, Blake Esta, is The Fiend versus Brian just a random next opponent? Or will it link to Brian pretending to be a family member in 2013? They might. Here's the thing. They could do a deep dive in that. They won't. They won't. They will, they, he will reference it. He will reference it. They might roll some video. It should be a lot deeper than that, but it won't be. It won't be. Uh, Greg Morris, which wrestlers in any company are a hot dog, a hamburger, and a peanut butter and jelly? Well, we got uh, uh, Nino Ambergesa in AAA. He's a hamburger. And also Cheeseburger in Ring of Honor. And, of course, Cheeseburger. Hot dog. Hot dog. I mean, really, what's a what's a hot dog? It's a sausage. Well, yeah, but like, <clears throat> I've never really had a bad hot dog. Oh, I have. I uh, I ex- my fr- I experienced one like secondhand. Like my friend, I went to Seven Eleven once. It was a weekend. Wait, did someone regurgitate a hot dog into your mouth? Uh, yeah, we were doing a two girls. One <laughs> it was like thing. a Sam Raimi thing, huh? <laughs> no, I should say this. Uh, here, here's the situation with the hot dog. 
It was a big bite from 7-Eleven. Uh-huh. I went to 7-Eleven. I got two of them. Okay. okay. One, for me, one for her. Yeah. My friend Marianne, I used to work with her. Brought it back to work. And I had one. She had one. Mine, and I didn't know which was which. I think if I remember, this was 10 years ago. If I remember correctly, I knew that one of them had been sitting there for a while. And big bites are best when they've been sitting there just soaking in juice for a while under that lamp, right? And one of them was probably good and juicy. And the other one, I think, was like, I think the dude like put it in the microwave for like 10 seconds. Oh, dear. And so she took a bite and was like, what the fuck is this? And I was like, what? She was like, this, it's like not even hot. And I'm like, mine's really good. And I was like. <laughs> mine's really good. Yeah. And I was like, what's wrong with yours? And she was like, did he just. I was like, oh, yeah. I think I just saw him like just put it in the microwave for like a couple seconds. And she was like, you're a bastard. Like, I gave you the three bucks for this. And I was like, oh, well, you got it. So I guess never go, never send anybody a 7-Eleven. Did they again, have a microwave right? at this particular uh, work uh, place of yours? Yeah, probably. But I think she wanted the good juicy one that had been sitting there stewing its own juices yeah. for a while. Sorry, Marianne. It's gross. Uh, Andrew Jocelyn is a bagel with cream cheese a sandwich. Yeah, it's a bagel sandwich. Yeah, it is a bagel sandwich. If PB&J is a sandwich, then a bagel with cream cheese would be yeah, a sandwich. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm oh yeah, Val Venus would be the hot dog. Okay, that makes sense because he had sense. that in his. Who yeah, said that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Andy said that. That's good. What about the peanut butter or Joey Ryan these days? Sure. What about the peanut butter and jelly? It's tried and true. Mm, two things that go but well mainly together. for kids. It's John Cena. Right, yeah, yeah. John Cena's PB and J. Yeah. Because like I never really crave one, but I eat it a lot. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, you eat it a lot. That's probably why I never crave one. <laughs> Carlos Vialba, how do you explain the Baron Corbin animated dog segment to someone who's not a wrestling fan? You apologize. <laughs> oh, no. See, that, dude, that would have been, that. that's a good point. That opening sequence. That would have been something where Lacey saw it was like embarrassed to be watching. Yes. Yeah. And I'm embarrassed that she's sitting there and I'm like, this is what I do for, it's so embarrassing. I'd say, I'd say something like, it's not all like this. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. It's horrible. I should see if she wants to watch AEW with me. It's good stuff, man. Hey, woman. Woman, would you like to watch some good wrestling? She's like, no, idiot. I want to watch Poldark again. <laughs> you get, is Rachel getting into Poldark yet? Uh-uh. Oh, he's a real bastard. Is this a, a period piece? Yeah, man. Is this like Downton Abbey stuff? She'd love it. No, it's more, it's more along the lines in the terms of quality. stuff actually happened. Yeah. It's just not a bunch of people sitting around talking. Like Poldark is like an old, like an old timey for like the Brits, uh, uh, like congressman kind of guy. Gotcha. Right? He he represents his local constituents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, but then like they're all poor. I mean, everybody's poor because it's like in the old days. Uh, but then he like marries like a peasant girl, and he's kind of a dick himself. Uh. Like it's funny. He's supposed to be like a heart of gold guy, but he really isn't. Interesting. Yeah. It's more along the lines in terms of quality as. Uh, what's the time travel one? Dark? No. <laughs> no, no. It's a time travel show. No, it's the other time travel one. Outlander. Oh, yeah, I've, never, I've never really paid attention to that. That's actually a pretty decent show. It's yeah. solid. There's lots of sex in it. Yeah, I know. I noticed that. Yeah. Oh, so Rachel's into that one? Yeah, she's seen it all. It's a solid show. Yeah, I've never really paid it's attention to it. It's a good show. It. The time travel's pretty good in it. Yeah. Well, Ronald Moore uh, does that one. The guy who did Deep oh, Space Nine and then Battlestar Galactica. Galactica. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Outlander's a solid show. All right. Poldark's kind of an asshole, though. All right. I know I got it down to that because too much people. Like, I, I think I told you this story. I think I told it on air once where my wife would watch a lot. I'm like, they just sit around and talk all the time. Yeah, nothing happens. And then there's this one scene where they're having dinner and this guy starts vomiting blood. I'm like, oh, something exciting is going to happen. Guess what the next scene was? People talking. People sit around talking. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I can never get into down. It's like you actually have some drama. Someone's like throwing up blood at the dinner table. It's kind yeah. of a huge deal. Let's retire to the uh, to the, uh, the the study and, those, and let's discuss these events. Those scripts are probably huge. Just nothing. Oh, they're massive. Dialogue. They're massive. <laughs> well, the dude who did that was that Julian Fellows, the guy mm-hmm. who wrote uh, Gosford Park, one of Robert Altman's last movies. Uh, That's a good movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like a murder mystery thing. I think I believe Altman movies are heavy on dialogue too, aren't they? Yeah, but he keeps it. Yeah, he keeps it going. He keeps, keeps it brisk. Going. Altman dead? Yeah. He died, yeah, he he died. died a while back. Yeah, okay. After the uh, Prairie Home Companion movie, he was like in really bad shape for that. He had PTA come in and like, co-direct it with him. That's cool. You ever seen that? What's that? Prairie Home Companion. The movie. Not the radio program. No. Kevin Klein's really funny in that movie. Oh. 
No, I always mentioned it. So that was a co-directing effort between... I mean, like, officially it was Altman, but the, I think mm. for the insurance purposes, uh, Altman was in such bad shape. Oh, wow. That the, he had to have... I think they called the PTA's designated hitter. Oh, interesting. That for insurance purposes, should he yeah. pass away during the course of production of the movie, they need someone that could step in right away. And, I worry about that a lot these days with older actors. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm so happy that I'm pretty sure they've wrapped on Picard. Because Patrick Stewart's old. Yeah, he is old. Uh, same thing, Brian Cox with uh, Succession. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. so good. Mm-hmm. You should, you should definitely check that out. Yeah, man. that is such a good show. It's, it's not even. It's like, you know, it, it see, it totally seems the first couple episodes play out like, oh man, just a bunch of people that are completely unlikable. But mm-hmm. man, the family dynamics, Make the character, and yeah. the character stuff is so good. It's really good stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, let's see here. Uh, Wolfpack says, I just got blocked by Mauro Ranello on Twitter. He's still on Twitter. He really shouldn't be. He says, the Twitter account is JonahPC44, if you want to see what I said. Wasn't nasty or too negative. He's, he's a fragile ego, dude. He's a fragile guy. So that's not surprising. He probably blocks anybody who says an awkward, bad word. Um... Yeah, anyways, that's it. That's it for the show. So, yeah, SmackDown was not really Not good. You can pass really on good. that one. You can, it, it's a total hard pass. Sorry if it took 47 <laughs> minutes for us to really clarify it was a hard pass. But it's kind of fitting like, for this episode of SmackDown. Though. Yeah, pretty much. Anyways, thanks everybody for watching. We appreciate it. Uh, yeah, till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.